Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is the score on Cork's 96FM. Now, football legend Alan Shearer was in Cork this week. The all-time uh, top scorer in the Premier League was on Lee side for the launch of the Speedflex training system in the Kinsley Hotel, which is just the sixth venue to host the brand and the very first in Ireland. Speedflex is a unique results-driven circuit-based training concept which will transform your exercise regime and help you achieve your goals. I was at the Kinsley and spoke to Shearer at length about Speedflex and all things football. First of all, anyway, you might tell us uh, why you're in Cork. We're here to launch our new Speedflex studio. Speedflex is a um, high-intensity, low-impact machine uh, for all sizes, all ages to exercise. Um, it's quick, it's fast, it's energetic, burn a lot of calories, um, and it works. It works if you've had injuries like I have. Uh, it works if you want to be quick and in and out in a day like I do. And it, as I said, it works for a 16-year-old or it works for a 75-year-old. Mm. I'm 52 myself. I tried earlier. It's good. But um, a, a lot of the Premier League clubs are using it, right, Alan? We hope to get more into the, uh, into the Premier League clubs because I'm pretty sure it would be a very good, useful addition to football clubs. It wasn't around in my day. But I'm 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 certain that it would have would have helped me if it was around you. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not your first time in Cork. I, I wonder, do you remember the first time you were here? I don't. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been asked that question today, and I I, th- I thought it was my first time, but um, I'm I'm afraid I forgot my. <laughs> I, I'll uh, remind you, ni- 1990. I remember oh, your, you were at Turner's Cross. Yeah, you can't expect me to remember that far back <laughs> after the number of balls I've headed. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was 1990, um, England on the 21 against Ireland on the 21. Okay. Like you scored twice that day. All right, okay. Well, uh, I should remember then, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, Lee Sharp. I think Lee Sharp yeah. was up front with you that day, but right. ironically enough, Roy Keane kind of came into the Irish setup. All right. He, he played that day All as well. Right. well. I definitely didn't remember him or the game, so not then anyway. 1990 is a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I suppose I, I mentioned Roy Keane there. You had, you had a few spats with him mm. along the way. It's been yeah. well documented, obviously. Um, how did you find you know playing, playing against Roy? Just... Just talk about it because well, I, didn't, I didn't know Roy as a person um, off the pitch, but on the pitch he was a warrior. He was an incredible captain, a great player, uh, won and achieved everything that you could do. So got huge respect for him. Um, but off the pitch, I didn't know him. Even when he was at Sunderland as manager, I never saw him. So um, what he was like as a person, I don't know. But on the pitch, he was um, he was top class. What did he say to you that time when he, when he threw the ball at you and he was sent off? Can you remember? I don't know. He just had one of his little fits, but that's, that's life, isn't it? You, you do and say things and on a football pitch that sometimes you shouldn't, but he got sent off and we won the game, so it was a good day for us. Um, you could have been his teammate, of course, if, if you went and signed for Man United. Yeah, and he could have been mine if he had come to Blackburn, which I thought <laughs> he, was, yeah. he was going to at one stage, but... 
Yeah, no, he decided it wasn't a bad decision of his. I mean, it wasn't a bad decision of mine. I went to win the league with Blackburn, and, and he went on and was hugely successful with Man United. So it worked out well for us both in the end. It must have been tough, though, for you turning down Alex Ferguson, probably the greatest manager um, in the game. Was, was it tough turning down it United? It was a tough decision, yeah. I mean, but it amazes me that people always say you should have went to United. Well, people want loyalty and love in football, and, and you not to go for whatever reason for the love of the game well I went back home I wanted to play for the club I supported as a boy standing on the, stood on the terraces so I did that but I would never change anything if I had the same decision to make again mm. even with the carrot of Champions League regular Champions League football well it was I'd had that with Newcastle it wasn't as if I was going to a club that was really struggling when I signed for Newcastle I was going to a club that had just thrown away a 12 point lead I think the, the season before so um, we just couldn't get over the final hurdle finishing second again in my first season um, but no it was no, no regrets whatsoever and another Cork man of course uh, only born up the road from us here Alan Dennis Irvin yeah. was a very consistent player for United you came across a few times of course yeah he was he was unbelievable um, professional wherever he asked him to play he would do a job um, manager's dream I think was quiet um, but very, very effective and was a great team player. Mm. Uh, the Premier League, um, obviously Chelsea are uh, in a very strong position at the moment. Um, before we talk about it, just, just on tonight's game, Liverpool and Chelsea, what, what do you think tonight? About that well, game? Liverpool can't afford to get beaten. If they do, then that's their season over with, basically. Um, it's unlikely that they'll win the league anyway, but they, I think they have to win tonight to see if we can claw that, uh, that difference back to, uh, to Chelsea. But for Chelsea... It's an important, massively important week with them playing Liverpool tonight and Arsenal at the weekend. Mm. Um, and if they come through unscathed with those two games, then it'd be very difficult to see them being beaten for the league. Mm. Who, who, which, which team are best equipped, you think, to haul Chelsea? And if anyone, if any club can do it, who do you think are best equipped at this stage? I at the minute, I can't see anyone doing it, but that might change after these two games. We don't know. I think what what this season has highlighted is is that everyone's sort of beating each other. Tottenham beat Chelsea two or three weeks ago. Chelsea came back after that game and won a couple of games. Um, Man City have been through a tough period. Arsenal went through a tough period, but are now uh, winning a lot of games. So, but I st I'm I'm certain there still might be a couple of a few twists and turns in between now and the in the end of the season, but. I'm not sure anyone has that enough uh, quality as yet to, to claw Chelsea back. Has the Premier League, in your view, Alan, slipped a bit when you think of, we'd say, 2005 to 2013, seven of the English teams were, were, were in the Champions League final in nine years and nothing in the last few years? Has it slipped a bit? I think it has. Certainly, the last couple of years, I think this season is back to what we'd expect. We've got six teams who, let's face it, are miles better than the others in the Premier League at the moment. Um, Leicester were brilliant last season but sort of everyone else slipped up and Leicester took full advantage of that and everything went right for them So, but yeah I would, I would agree with the standard it hasn't been as good as it should have been as a whole package I think the Premier League is the best not necessarily standard wise but for entertainment for stadiums, for atmosphere, for goals for passion then I do think it is the best but standard wise I think it has been lacking maybe not so much this year but a few previous years earlier yeah and a lot of focus seems to be on, on, on the managers. Uh, uh, you know, you look at, obviously, uh, Mourinho and uh, Guardiola and um, Klopp and uh, Conte. So, a lot of focus. Do you think there's maybe too much focus on the managers, the Premier League? No, it's managers make a difference. Um, when you look at what 
Alex, so Alex did at Manchester United, um, what Mourinho has done in his management career, and um, we're blessed now with some big, big name managers in our in our league, and Klopp and Wenger and Mourinho and Guardiola, and Pochettino now, and uh, so it's 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 from that point of view, it's it is great. Um, but no, I don't think you can underestimate managers. At the end of the day, it's the players that um, that go out and perform. But the managers have to play a huge part as well. Once the game kicks off, it probably can affect very little. But certainly yeah. in the week, yes. Just just a word on Jose Mourinho, Alan. Do you think his star has waned a bit ever since he seemed to fall into a bit of trouble with uh, some staff members at Chelsea? I think Chelsea finished tenth last year. And not not setting the world on fire with United at the moment. Is his wane? Is his star wane a bit? You think? No, I don't think so. I think um, I think what last season proved is is that um, you can't afford to fall out with two or three of your players, your big players, no matter who you are, whether you're the best manager in the world or the worst. If you haven't got the players on side, then it's virtually impossible to go out and be, and be successful. So, if it can happen to Mourinho, it can happen to anyone. Mm. Even since you retired, Alan, there seems to be much more money involved in the game. Um, some crazy prices. Mm. Paul Pogba, Paul Pogba is one that many people are talking about. That he doesn't kind of live up to the, the billing of uh, the money that's spent on him. Would you go along with that? Well, what I would say is, is that players never set the, the transfer fee. I was fortunate enough to be world's ex- most expensive player in 1996 when I went to Blackburn. For, so went to Newcastle from Blackburn for 15 million quid. Now we don't set the fees. You can go out and go out and play your uh, play your, your your stuff and what you know. Um, what we have seen in this year is Pogba is that over previous years the world's most expensive players of, of the vast majority of time have been goal scorers and make a difference. Pogba's not a natural goal scorer, um, but Mourinho sees him affecting the game in different ways. I don't think anyone's worth that money. I wasn't worth 15 million pound and. Pogba isn't worth the ninety million pound that Man United paid for him. So, but that's the way transfer fees have gone. We can't do anything about that as players. Mm. And uh, just a word on Wayne Rooney. He broke Bobby Charles' record recently. You, know, you were talking about a match of the day. I know you've a lot of respect for yes. what Rooney's done in the game. Yeah. Um, will he ever reach the, the goal tally you've, you've uh, set no. the standard? No, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't. I don't think so. I hope not. I hope they keep it for a little bit longer. I think, as I, as you rightly said, I've got huge respect for him. Um, for him to overtake an iconic figure and individual as Sir Bobby Charlton, not only for Man United but for England, um, it's hard getting to the top, but it's an half harder staying there because everyone knows who you are, what you are. We've seen so many players over the years, one season wonders, but Rooney's been at the top for a long, long time, and whether you like him or not as a person, you have to respect that because everyone wants to knock you off your perch. Everyone knows what you're good at what you're not so good at everyone tries to stop you in different ways but it's a sign of a very very good player who stays at the top for the number of years he has and I know you, you particularly look for good young talent in, in, in the Premier League and you know is Delhi Alley about the best of them at the moment uh, from an England point of view he's so exciting as a young talent yeah when you look to where he was a couple of years ago at MK Dons to where he is now playing regular for England making a difference for England making a difference for Tottenham then, yeah, he's got huge potential. But, as we know, there's a lot can happen in between now and five years' time in, in football. Um, if he keeps on progressing the way he is, then he should have a very, very good future. And just what you're doing now, Pundit, obviously, in BBC, um, just a question of what, what, do you, what 
is most important to you, do you think, as, as a pundit, a match of the day, for example? What's, what's the most important thing well, for you? I'm a lucky boy to, to, uh, to, be, to get paid to play football and then to get paid to watch it and be a pundit. Um, it's a great life you get out to watch. I'd watch football anyway if I wasn't, um, if I wasn't trying to analyse it. But you've got to try and tell the public something that they can't see, something different, mm. um, which is different every week when you... But for one match to the other is never the same. So that's the, I think that is the key, is trying to tell the public something that they can't spot. Okay, just finally, Alan, um, Newcastle are in a good position to come back up? Yeah, they're in a good position. They've got, I think, six points gap and a game in hand to, um, to third place. So they've got a big squad, probably the best squad and the biggest. Mm. Um, so they should have enough, yeah, and, and hopefully they'll be back where they belong in the Premier League. Okay, nice talk to you. Thank you, man. Thank Thanks you. very much. This is the score on Corks 96 FM. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.